Hello again, it is Kevin here, and today I want to talk about how to engage in the selling and proposal process uh, as a consultant, as a freelancer, as an advisor, it doesn't really matter. So typically, when someone comes to you looking for to hire you, what they're looking for is, first of all, what they're looking for is a desired end result, some new reality, some transformation, some, I'm here now, and this is what I want it to look like in the future. So... But the thing about clients are, and they're also built the same way, this way, is that they, they tend to prescribe solutions to the things that they want. So they'll come to you and they'll say, hey, I want a new logo. I need a new website. I want you to write my blog content. I want you to send my emails. And what you want to do is come up with an understanding of, well, why are those things important? And what is the, what, what is the desired future world that you're actually selling? And if you think of your work as selling a desired future state of desired better reality and not selling the implementation of whatever task or strategy or whatever kind of engagement you're creating, that they're not buying the engagement. They're buying a better future world. And your goal is to help picture that reality with them so that you know both what that outcome is, as well as what is the value to them either personally or professionally or as a, you know, or financially, right? So sometimes clients will have this goal to, you know, give you all the writing tasks or all the design tasks. And maybe, their goal is to get more clients or what have you, or maybe their desire is to free up their own time because they can spend their own time in other ways that are going to have a bigger impact. And they know that they still want to get these certain things done. But the main thing is that it gets done the, you know, by someone else and that, you know, the, as business owners and, and marketing managers level up, eventually they can't do more and more things. And that's kind of what happens. So they may come to you and give you all these tasks. Your goal is then to say, well, why is this important? And let's say they start saying, well, we want to get more clients or, you know, I don't have time for this. Great. Then you say, okay, so what you're looking for is to um, build a, you know, content, you know, strategy that's going to um, develop your audience and <clears throat> get more email subscribers and uh, and then also ultimately free up this thing that you're doing every week so that you can spend your time doing more important, higher value things in your organization. This is especially true with business owners. They're always looking to free up more of their time. And then as they go, they kind of they want to create more leverage in their business and they want to systemize certain things. The other thing is that, yeah, maybe I'm looking for a system, a repeatable system because I'm going to go raise money for my company and I need a provable system that says I can get new clients. And uh, that's why you're going to be doing what it is that you do, which is a whole different thing than just selling a few blog posts. You know, it maybe it fits into their greater, their greater world or you know, maybe they want to rank number one in Google for a very specific keyword because they know that uh, that would mean they could spend less on ads and they'd get more leads. Whatever it is, you just want to know what that thing is so you know what you're really selling. So when people come to you, they're going to prescribe a solution. It's like if you went to a doctor and you're like, hey, doc, I need you to prescribe me, you know, I don't know, whatever. I can't even think of an example, some, some specific cream for this rash on my hand. And the doctor, if they were to just do that for you, that would be malpractice. So they would be basically, you know, that would be against the code of ethics. So what the doctor's job is and what your job is, is to assess their problems, assess their situation, figure out what the solution looks like only when you know what solution it is that you're trying to create. So like a doctor, don't let clients, clients will come to you and chances are they'll lie and not lie in a negative way, but lying in a way of omission or lying in a way of, I don't even really know how to articulate that my true goal is, is something else. Maybe I want that, you know, rash on my hand removed because because um, 
I shake a lot of people's hands and they always like look at it weirdly or something. I don't know. My analogy is kind of going off the rails here, but you kind of get the idea. So your job though is to understand the context. Like why is that goal important to you? Why is that outcome important to you? And then you know, hey, it's not actually you know, the hand cream that you think you need, what you need is, you know, just sunshine, you know, vitamin D or whatever. Like this is a, I don't, I'm, again, I'm not a doctor and these analogies are getting bad, but the solutions to your, to their problems might look totally different than what they're prescribing. So you just taking them at face value for the thing that they want you to do and why isn't going to work. You want to ask a few questions. So you, some questions might be like, well, what, what is it that you're looking to accomplish? What would that help you achieve? What would the value be of achieving this thing. And, you know, that might make you a bit squirmy, but if, you know, if we said, Hey, if we're going to redesign your logo, if I'm going to do all this, what is the, what, first of all, what does success look like? How do we measure success? But what is the value of that goal? So if we were to do this content piece and rank you number one on Google, how does that uh, impact your bottom line so that we can make a business case for working together? Because the last thing I want to do is waste your time. The last thing I want to do is waste your money. And then, yeah, what would success look like? So, you know, is ranking number one on Google your only target? And if so, obviously you can't promise that, but maybe you can reasonably help them because there's a lot of low hanging fruit and you come to a saying, a, a decision saying, well, not only will, by me doing this, Will this be done better? You should also, if we can do this, get a better, you know, more traffic to your website, better rankings, because we know that there's a lot of low hanging fruit. So the benefits are twofold. One is to free up your time and also to get you this kind of end result so that you can get clients so that you can spend your time doing other things that are higher impact in your business. Then you say, okay, great. Now we know that. And we know that by you even freeing up half your day once a week, that's going to save, you know, that's going to allow you to do a whole bunch of other things. The value of that is clear, you know, that my thousand dollar, two thousand dollar engagement is nothing compared to the upside potential of ranking first in Google or having a content machine that stays in touch with your with customers and, and you know nurtures new customers. So we so now you're selling on the value of that and you're saying, okay, so this is what this outcome would be valuable to you for. I'm going to put together one to three options that are going to help you get to that out res- end result. And, you know, and it's going to be for a fraction of the value of that potential upside. So, you know, let's say your goal is to increase the traffic on to your website and you say, Hey, if we were to increase this by 20%, we should be able to increase our sales by at least 10%. And my fees are much smaller than a fraction of that. So, we're now talking about values, uh, value and outcomes. And that's why I like to keep my retainers more structured in a way that allows me to kind of be nimble about what, you know, what, what we're doing and how we're doing it. But when I sell it, it's like, Hey, if my fees are $2,500 a month or $5,000 a month, if you're depending on the size of your business, that should be a no brainer because all I would have to do is help you sell one new client or help you sell one new thing, which is why I like B2B, for example, is because the value of each new client or customer tends to be a lot higher than business to consumer stuff and they can therefore afford to pay for your services. But that's a whole side note. Um, so going back to this, it's knowing what the client really, really wants, why it's important and why they should act now, which tells you how valuable, how you know imminent the need is so that you can then price it. So then you have a real value conversation. And then when you're talking about it and they're like, well, can you do six blog posts instead of five? And can you do this instead of this? You're, you can say, well, look, this is your goal. I think this is going to accomplish it. We can do this for you, but it's going to look like this. And you can package it up a little bit differently. So that, that's kind of the thing. So whenever someone comes to you prescribing a solution, don't sell 
based on what they're looking for. Like what you want to do is, is diagnose it yourself, figure out a path to their goal that you think you can reasonably accomplish and make a business case for it and then give them a few options. So one would be the lightweight option where I tell you what to do. The other one might be, well, I tell you what to do and then I'll do it with you. And then the third one might be, I'll just do it for you and I'll get that result for you. So that would be an example of whether it's high level advisory or done for you implementation. And maybe there's a sliding scale. Um, so I like to package three different options when I can, or what I often do is just productize my services and put them as a product on my website where people can buy the right thing for them. And then the sales conversation is really about placing them with the right option for their specific needs. I'll talk more about productized services later, but summarizing here, it's what goal are they looking to get and focus on that. And when you know the value of that goal and ask what's the business impact if we were able to achieve this goal, what's the financial impact so that we can make a business case together for what kind of a plan. And I can put together a plan. If you're doing a custom plan, I could put together an option, a set of options for you to help you achieve that goal. And what, what would that look like? So knowing what their real, real motivations are, if they're trying to sell the company or they're trying to get new investors for millions of dollars, or they're trying to expand into multiple locations and grow and whatever, the value of your services are usually relatively low, especially if you're working with clients, you know, in the five, 10, 20, $30 million plus range, the value of your, of your services are insignificant. So understanding what that goal, what their true goal is, you know, if they're looking for a system, so they have an exit strategy and it kind of, they can sell a business in a box. That's way different than I just need one or two more leads per month. So always know about, know what's going on in the big picture. And that takes a bit of trust. You only want to work with people you have a trusting relationship with anyway, but by stopping your clients in the track, and having a conversation like that, what it does is it decommoditizes you. So I used to do a discovery uh, project with every new client and I would basically charge them for me to analyze their situation, investigate, and come up with some solutions. Maybe it was $750 or $1,000. I would even do this with a web design project because usually they didn't, they didn't have a good scope. So rather than them coming to you and shopping out a price from a bunch of different people, they're now invested in teaching you about their business, helping you work together, consulting to figure out uh, what the solution uh, would look like. And I'm not saying you have to do this paid. Doing this free works just as well, but it positions you as an anti-commodity. So you're really working with them. And then what you want to do is come to terms with them uh, verbally and saying, okay, if we were to do this and we were to do this, would this kind of a plan work for you with this kind of a budget, this kind of a range, anywhere between you know a thousand to five thousand dollars a month, depending on you know, a few different options, and you can decide what's right for you. And then they should typically say, yes, that works for me. And off you go. That should be kind of the basis for your agreement. Uh, later, we'll talk about this uh, and I can show you what my agreements tend to look like. They're very, very simple. Um, but that's that's typically how I'll work if I'm doing a custom project and not just productizing my services, which I like to do as well. So I hope this helps. The big thing is take is having that goal, knowing the outcome you're trying to achieve and focusing on the outcome, not on the deliverables. And that way your uh, you know, your clients will stay on the right track because you'll be selling on value, not on outcomes, not commoditization. So I hope that helps. And uh, I'd love to hear your comments and feedback if um, yeah. And as always, Tell me what I can do. Tell me what topics you'd like me to discuss. Tell me what challenges you're facing so I can answer these questions over one of these recordings. And um, otherwise, we can uh, take it a step at a time. I got lots more for you. Stay tuned.